Coming from the Caveman Studios in Buffalo, New York. Welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff. Captain Caveman! Thanks. Click subscribe and the bell. Do it now! We're here with our dude, Aaron Overkill Klein. How you doing, Mr. Klein? Great, guys. Thanks. Good to be back. Good to have you back, man. This is the first time we got you alone. Uh, we've been stuffing people in for your podcast. I'm sorry about that. Like, <laughs> like near fight time, we had to get both you guys on. And then then we did the, the review podcast. We got a lot of people on. But we wanted to hear everything you got to say. So we made sure to do this one alone. Yeah, it's great. You guys are keeping everybody busy. It's nice. Yeah, it's um, really nice. Yeah. We got some breaking news. Aaron Klein is returning to Cave 4. He'll be taking on Jacob Yao 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 something. I haven't for that. I've been pronouncing it Yawel, I guess. Yoel. I was kind of hoping it was I was kind of hoping it was the 765 guy. <laughs> oh it's, hey, yeah. So Skyler. Yeah, anyway. Brother those guys. Jacob. <laughs> oh, Jacob. Don't yeah. I don't know if I'm even gonna get started on those guys, honestly. They're kind of riffraff as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I like that. We're going to chop that up right off the bat. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, whatever. I think right now, Skyler, he'd be a fun matchup, but I think his record's a little bit uh, more along than mine, so he's in a different rule set possibly, I think, right? No, he's uh, he's 2-0 actually on the main, or 2-1. He fought Austin twice, and he beat that same guy twice, and then he lost to um, he lost a kid from Pittsburgh. So he got choked out from a kid by Pittsburgh, and he beat the same kid twice. So he's three, three and one. So now you guys will both be in advanced rules, just like if you fought oh, okay. Josh. I saw you pop in the last podcast. You're like, I got winners. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, I, I watched both of them. You know, I've seen Skyler fight. I've watched Josh's fights uh, in mostly Muay Thai, but I've seen his uh, uh, MMA fights, and I think they, they both look fun. You know, Skyler's a wild kid. Uh, he's got a huge belief. He's I don't know. He's borderline delusional in some senses, but you know that's a weapon. It's a weapon, you know. So give the guy credit where it's due. He believes in himself like no. He don't need nobody else to believe in him. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, Josh, he's um, you can just tell. You know, he carries himself professionally. He's real technically clean, and uh, I think he 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 takes it seriously. And uh, the only thing I haven't seen from him really is his grappling ability. Um, but uh, the stand up, I'd be. I'd be training hard to get ready for Josh. Yeah. I think stand-up wise, you guys would be an exciting fight. I think you uh you're a brown belt. I mean, he's only a blue belt. I feel like uh I feel like you have a big advantage on the floor with him, you know. Yeah, so, yeah I feel like until I get anybody. Yeah, pretty that's how I feel too. So being on the feet, you know, you've I've heard before um, you know, how it kind of helps you be a little more confident to open up on the feet. If something goes wrong, you end up on the ground, you got that sort of backup, you know, plan B. And I kind of agree. So I think a lot of times when I'm getting in these, uh, well, I say a lot of times, but I mean, I've had two fights, but both times I got in the fight, I kind of carry my instructor sort of uh, energy to the, you know, I kind of get in there. I'm sort of a little too slow. I think I'm starting a little too slow, even though I come out and I try to hit them hard. I think I'm a little too slow feeling stuff out a little too long. I think if I just go out there and get in this dude's face and smack him, he's going down and I'm going to sub him early. Bro, you've been, in, you've been in two fights. Neither fight has lasted longer than a minute, really. Like, 
So I, I don't think you can come out much faster than that. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I know you might feel slow, but man, you're coming out. You're coming well, out. Guns are blazing. Exactly. Well, yeah, I don't get, we don't got time to waste, man. I'm, uh, you know, I'm trying to get this thing moving along. I want a lot of, uh, momentum and I want to put them on notice if they think they're going to come out and get a chance to feel me out and figure me out they're dead wrong because I'm gonna smash them with something right out the gate and I think if I'd have sat down on that right hand on Tyler I might have put him down right there and got on him who knows you know but then I sort of backed off and started playing a little bit maybe too much and then uh when he did catch me that one time I kind of was like all right you know I mean I better stop playing around um so yeah, no, no more of that. It's uh, I'm going to be warmed up, all ready to go. That's what we do before we go out there to fight, and I'm just going to go in there with the confidence that if I smack him with one of these hands or a kick, he's going to go down. And I've I've seen the footage too, so that's another thing. This will be the first guy if it goes through, where well, no, not the first guy. Sorry. Um, it, it, but he'll be one of them. I actually have footage. I can watch and see what he kind of has tendencies to do. And I think uh, he's had a fight only as recently as maybe, I think, July. So it wasn't that long ago. It's not, it not a lot of time to improve, you know. And I've seen a lot of holes in this guy's game. Yeah, I didn't even know who you were fighting until you came on. You, like, kind of dropped it out for us. Um, but it's awesome to hear that you're you're back on the card. You were a super exciting fighter. Man, um, trying to get submission of the night so the K-Man's corner can hook you up this time. The way you're going, you're definitely going to get it this time. There's no it's submission or knockout. I'm going for one of them. It's submission, knockout, or fighter. It's yeah. I I don't yeah. think you have any to be fighting tonight, man. I think you end these fights too quick to ever be fighting tonight. Like you're uh oh, it's got to be a war. <laughs> the right? guy that's gonna get get one of the the fight ending bonuses. You're not gonna ever get fight tonight if you keep at him so quick. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> <laughs> Trust us, that's not a problem. The fans love it. Like it's great for the yeah, show. Yeah, no, like, it's not. Coming, Come in, you start someone in a minute, like people are like, ah, that that was awesome. Let's see it again. You know, no doubt, right no doubt. Yep, yep. Like? So this would be. Go ahead. I was gonna say, what's it like traveling all the way up to Buffalo? Like it's like six, seven hundred miles just to to come up here and punch someone in the face. Yeah, no, it's a trip. It's fun, man. I I mean, I like the. Uh, it's kind of like a, almost like a spiritual thing a little bit you know you're sort of like on this journey and you're going through everything you're going through you're at the end of your prep uh fight camp you know you're starting to hit your weight cut and everything and you're kind of feeling a little depleted and the thoughts are going and you just got to kind of center and just you're on the mission you know what i mean like nothing's had nothing else matters right now and that's a it's it's a good experience you know I enjoy it. Um, I never thought of it as spiritual, but I like the way you said it. It's like a vision quest, kind of like the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is like that, you know. And it's maybe it's kind of like a mental thing. I play with myself, you know, to put myself in that state of mind, make it, make, maybe I make it a little more than it is. But um, belief's a powerful thing, man. I mean, visualization and belief and then uh, preparing that way to go in there and execute like that. I mean, that's that's how I'm getting it done. I put a lot of work in. I train all the time. But then when I amp it up for these camps and I'm playing scenarios and things in my head, things that can happen, things that I plan on doing. And then uh, for the most part, it comes to fruition, you know, in some way, form or another. Like with uh, Tim Balo, I planned on going out there and either head kick knocking him out or submitting him with a guillotine. I almost knocked him out with a head kick and then I submitted him with a guillotine, you know. Mm -hmm. 
this guy, I don't think I necessarily had a hard plan for what I was going to do because I knew nothing about what he was, what he did. But I was confident I was going to go in there and submit him. And uh, we talked about it before. I was like, yeah, we'll probably knock him down on the feet and get on him and submit him. And that's what happened, you know. So uh, this guy. What about this fight coming up? What about Jacob? Yeah, like I said, he's got he's got some holes in his game. Uh, I think he's a tough guy, and maybe he relies on it a little bit. He looks a little bit bigger, like another uh, big kind of longer guy. I'm not sure if the weight cut's tough on him, but uh, he looks like he carried a bunch of weight at one point. And I'm not knocking the guy or nothing. He he did something to get a lot of extra weight off, but it looks like it's sort of awkward. He's awkward. He's awkward on his feet. He's awkward kind of moving. He's a little slower. Um, I'm not sure how, how good his gas tank actually is. I mean, uh, you go ahead and uh, maybe go watch his fight against uh, Nate or whatever, you know. Um, and you'll see what I'm talking about. He just did some really sloppy stuff. As far as his grappling goes, he ain't got a chance in hell. I'll just say that. Um, and then stand-up-wise, he's tough. But, I mean, if your game plan is to go in there and get beat up, I mean – you know what I mean? You can only rely on that so much, too. And I'm tough, too. I have more weapons, I think. You're not even – you're not only just tough. You're, like, good. You have skills that back up the toughness, which is yeah. – man, there's so many players. tough guys. Everyone that fights in a sport is a tough guy, right? And some guys go out to prove how tough they are, and then they don't have the skills to back up the toughness. And even though they're tough, it doesn't matter because they don't have the skills to damage their opponent or finish their opponent. So they just go out and take beating after beating, and then – People are like, yay, they like to see you fight because you're tough and you get beat up, but like it's not good for you to yeah. like, you know, then you're like you're like three and fifteen and you have uh you know 18 exciting fights and you got three wins and it doesn't it does it's never really that great, you know. Yeah, and then you're you know, your brain's been bashed around and you can't, you know, your body's all banged up and it's just kind of a downhill slide from there, you know. So you you don't rely on that sort of thing. It's like in jiu-jitsu, you tend to try not to rely on your strength and power and that type of thing. You try to be more technical. And then that's always in the bank. That's there if it, if you need it. Uh, you shouldn't rely on it. Yeah, Nate Feldman, a lot of hours compiled into years went into those skills. And uh, it shows in both yep. fights that I've seen so far, Aaron. Like, man, both his fights are like amazing. They're quick, finish, goes right for the finish. He knows right to do it where to put the pressure when he's losing the submission and needs to switch off. Like these are all very skillful things that you're doing and your standup looks crisp too. Uh, I appreciate Jay Vegas, right? Jared jo Joseph, uh, South uh, yeah. Carolina you're from, correct? Yeah. Nine one Oh. Yep. Yeah. Nine one Oh, sorry. North, North Carolina. Yeah. So Jacksonville, like camp, camp Lejeune area. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, so that, that actually is really cool. I, I don't know. I might as well talk about this right now. Shout out to all our members, uh, our service members in the Marines. Um, a lot of our guys here that train here, they're Marines. And they're mentally gritty, gritty guys. You know, they come in here and they grind. I've gotten a lot of hours on the mats with some really, really hard-boiled dudes. And uh, I'm super grateful for them. I don't think anybody that I've met or seen in that cage in any of these promotions has the gas tank or the mental toughness that some of these guys exhibit. And I've got to deal with them and they're bigger and they're stronger generally, you know, and I've got to deal with them on a daily basis, essentially, you know, it's just kind of my, my life. So I, I mean, fighting people, my own size is sort of just nice. 
you know? Yeah, for sure. I, I can't imagine. Like, so uh, all the Marines I know are usually pretty big guys and they give you the mushies and the mushies are never the, that fun. Even though, uh, even though you're more skilled when a guy's like, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 pounds bigger than you and they're in your guard, yeah. they definitely mush you down. And those Marines don't got quit in you and they just keep that mushing up. And then even when you tap, they're like, all right, let's go again. And then they're rougher. So, like, yeah. you know, you're, uh, you're doing a really hard, uh, hard training there. Yeah, for sure. Most of the time you have to choke them. You have to threaten them with going unconscious or, or they're just going to tough it out, you know? Well, they do tough it out and then they wake up and then it's right back to it. <laughs> yeah, they do eventually tap. So it's uh, not like uh, – we're not dying by the sword in, in training, you know what I mean? But if they, you get, you'll get an arm extended out and they'll try to like wiggle out of it and stuff like that. Or the triangles, especially like if that's not locked on tight, they're going to smash down India with everything. And they're going to try and pop that, that triangle off and uh, do something with it. You know, they're just, they're just fun. They're just tough guys. And they, they make really awesome athletes when they get into it and they stick with it and uh, get over some of their kind of hard headed tendencies, you know, it's got to yeah. loosen up a little bit, get a little fluid. And then uh, same thing we were talking about before, you know, they have weapons of like mental fortitude and conditioning, but they sort of rely on it a little bit, I think. And they just kind of got to dial it back, relax and just slow it down. Just slow down and, and, and uh, work through things a little bit more methodically. And then they're good, man. Like they're getting better all the time too. It's really man, fun. This is a, I say this every day in practice pretty much is exactly what we just said now. So, Hopefully, if some of my guys are watching, I know Jared is. Jared asks uh, Tobias, the Mirage or Driftwood? Must be a – I'm not sure. He's a, he's a Marine, too, so he knows Marine stuff. Ed <laughs> oh, Rogers gotcha. in the Ed Rogers in the house. Thank you, Ed Rogers. Once again, this podcast is um, sponsored by JCR Transport, and we appreciate all that does for our show. Donna Feldman, hey, Aaron from back home in Springville. Yeah, you got the, span the fans in Springville, so – for anyone that doesn't know, you're originally from this area anyways, and that's one of the reasons why you go back and forth to K4. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Hi, Donna. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was born in Springville, raised in West Valley, Arcade. Uh, I lived in Cheektowaga for a while. We, you know, I've been up to Buffalo quite a bit. Um, real familiar with the area. A lot of people do know me, especially in the Southern Tier area. You know, maybe I haven't talked to them or uh, been – real in touch with people the last couple of years, just sort of focusing on myself, but they all know what's up. They know how it is, you know? Yeah. Um, and a lot of, I had people showing up at, at that uh, last flight who I didn't even, um, I wasn't even too aware. Like uh, we, we actually had like a closeness or anything like that, but like I've impacted people at points in my life. I wasn't even aware of. And then they find out I'm a fighter and all this stuff. So they go to my event and then they want to talk about like how, what I, what I did for them. And it's just kind of like, well, really, you know, I'm used to hearing that kind of stuff from some of my students and everything, but just somebody I didn't even, um, he was like a kid I worked with in a pizzeria like 10 years ago, you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't know I had such a profound impact on this kid. It was pretty awesome. That is awesome. While we're talking about the impact that uh, since Aaron has had on uh, the local folks, make sure when you buy the tickets, you put Klein in as the last name. K-L-E-I-N, and then uh, Aaron will be credited for ticket sales. Want to make sure that when you guys buy your tickets that uh, Aaron gets paid for it, and, right. you know, every every penny helps. They're coming a long way, so let's make sure that we uh, we hook them up. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. Yep. Uh, tickets will be on sale soon. 
Last we yep. talked to Keith, they were not available yet. Uh, K4 funding will be October 28th. Um, I'll get this ticket information as soon as possible. We'll post it right away on the on uh, K-Man's Corner on Facebook, and then you know we'll all share it. And then right away, make sure you guys get your tickets, and then you share uh, with client for last name. And this one is going to be inside because it's in October, I'd imagine. So you want to make sure that we uh, you get the tickets early enough before they sell out because we will probably sell out back there again. Are they, uh, hey, K-Man, are they going to do another pay-per-view? Um, I can't imagine why they wouldn't do pay-per-view. So uh, okay. also client for the pay-per-view when you guys order the pay-per-view. Uh, Jared yeah. Joseph was stationed down there. He lived behind the Tar Heel. <clears throat> uh, Tar Heel. I don't know if that's here anymore. I've heard of it. I think it's uh, – I could be wrong. I thought it was uh, gone. Nate says it's a fun drive in the Camaro when you're not the one cutting weight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that you Camaro, man. Me, uh... it's, it's a nice whip, but that damn chair don't go back. <laughs> <laughs> It's called Limelight now. Mel Mel Newell. Mel Newell. Now called Limelight. Club Taylor. Oh, Tar Heel. Tar Heel is the Limelight now. Yeah. So it sounds like you guys are violating a couple uh, speeding um, laws or rules on your way down if you're coming down in the Camaro. <laughs> I don't know. I can't say. I can't call it. Uh. Ray, Arrow looks smashed in those shades, dude. No prize money? Cough up the shades. <laughs> oh, man. Your I fans know. know our show, too, and they know us. It's awesome, Aaron. All the guys that love you are like, they're like, love you to death, man. They love you enough to know who we are. That's, uh, that's pretty amazing. Listen, Aaron's my favorite fighter. Yeah. I got money on him. <laughs> right on, Ray. Appreciate that, man. Hey, you guys want some shirts this next time around? I didn't get to Heck give yeah, you we'll any shirts, shirts last time. All yeah, right. Yeah. You like that one that I put I'm out last good. time, or you want to uh, want to gamble on the new design? I'm not I'm not letting anyone see it until it's done. But you want the old ones, or you want the new ones? I want the newest one, man. What what do they cost? Yeah. Uh, it'd probably be like thirty five. Okay. Right. Cash, uh, cash, um, cash app or. Uh, I don't know. I uh, either Facebook or probably Cash App. I know uh, okay. PayPal. PayPal has something. If you're making too much money, you, you need an IRS like form, and they start like uh, holding money on you. And yeah, it's they're a little dirty. But okay, Facebook yeah. Cash, I'll do that for sure. Yeah, I can something do, I like can do that. Facebook too. Uh-uh. All right, cool. Yeah, well, I'll put it. I'll make sure I tag you guys when I release them. Uh, I got to yeah. finish up my design. That's kind of what I'm working on lately is just that. It's sort of a special one to me, so I'm going to really put some time into that. And then I'll then I'll amp up my training and all that kind of stuff. But I'm in a – That's awesome. And you I, what? You know, I don't you stop walk? training. So camp for me is kind of like it, – it's a little extra. But, you know, I'm not going to put myself through no 12-week training camp again if I don't have to, you know. That's a long camp. Yeah, well, overkill, man. That's kind of that's where the name kind of comes. I'm always over a little bit over prepared somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with being over prepared, uh, but uh, you can definitely overtrain too. And hopefully, <laughs> yeah. you, don't, yeah. you don't do that because we need uh, another awesome performance. Uh, oh, yeah. How about, well, uh, I'll, I'll buy the shirt off you, but bring it, uh, have your corner bring with you. And then uh, when I'm interviewing you, you can hand me the shirt. I think that'd be super cool. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. a cool way. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's a genius. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and then have some shirts with you because uh, I'm sure the people in the uh, stands will want to buy some. So and then just mark them up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You oh no, they're forty-five. They're forty-five. They're forty-five. Yeah. 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 No, I like to I like to put out some uh you know, I'm trying to put out a new design just because that's another talent I have is just drawing and why not? I don't really do anything with it. So I figure why not draw and promote myself that way and kind of share some cool artwork and put my uh my my brand basically. I'm putting my brand out there. So Yeah, I really like the last shirts too, the design's super cool. And then I think it's on right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. First time I sparred Aaron, I was six, and he punched me right in the face. Hopefully, he's not eight right now. <laughs> no, he's he's eighteen now. Oh, man. <laughs> he's eighteen now, and he's he's gonna be a beast too. He's uh, yeah. just he's got his own thing as far as what he's into. You know, style wise, he likes all that fancy kind of stuff, flips and jump, spin kicks and five forties and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a good kid. That's Nate's kid. Man, I don't want none of that. <laughs> no, he's, he's, a, he's a beast he's a beast and he's got this weird ability for uh we wish he liked jujitsu because he he kills at it he just doesn't even like it so he don't do it oh wow that's the worst yeah. when someone's like like really good and they're like i don't even like this shit yeah <laughs> so frustrating as a coach i understand that feeling uh-huh aaron have your print put on a suit coat rail wear it <laughs> <laughs> Ray's gangster. I don't know if he'll do that. Ray's uh, Ray likes to look gangster in a suit. I'll no, I wear I wear his shirt. Yeah. No, no. I mean, if it was printed on a suit, I don't think you'd wear that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of a one-off, anyhow. Yeah. It'd be kind of a funny, funny piece. Just uh, this suit that he only wore one time, hanging up on the wall, retire it, put it in a yeah. frame or That's something. like something I would do. <laughs> April Fox. He makes me punch myself. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. You guys are making me sound like a bully here. <laughs> Sounds like you're. Am I a mat bully though? Am I a mat bully though? I don't know. You're a cage bully. You don't even let those guys it, hit you. Just throw them out before they even get yeah. a chance to. Man, I spent long enough as the nail, man. I spent a <laughs> long time as the nail. I mean, from childhood all the way up to recently, we'll say. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, I've taken my licks, man. Like I'm, I'm hardened. Uh, I have no desire to go in there and put on a show and show everybody how tough I am. Like I'm freaking tough. Anybody that knows me knows I'm tough. I don't have to prove it. I go out there and I'm just going to smash people up as best I can and call it a day, go home healthy. Yeah. Another thing that the guys are really tough. Like I know I keep going on this, but I keep getting guys that come in the gym. that just like, oh, I'll just walk through it. I'm super It's tough. a good conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing about this is like, if you are very skillful in a cage, like anyone that's good knows that you took your beatings to be that good. Like everyone, when they, when we, when I watch you, I know that you got beat up in a training room at some point to be as skilled as you are. I know that by you being that good, I know that you're tough. And that's one way to prove your toughness is to be great. Like Anasanya, he's great. There was a time, I'm sure there's times he got his ass whooped in the gym too, especially when he first started. Cause guys with natural talent, they're going to whack the guys that are good, and those good guys are going to put it on you, you know? And then eventually you're going to eventually. be tough and good. And then, dude, then the sky's the limit. But without the good part, the tough part doesn't really matter. 
that's how I feel too. Yeah. So I've, you respect it, but you don't really, uh, you know, you don't rely on it. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Bubba, yeah. if you're Bubba Norton and toughness gets you through pro pro fights, you just stand there and absorb it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Makes the guy's Sorry, hands hurt. Yeah. Hey, Aaron, do you think your karate, your karate, uh, uh, training helps you with MMA? Being focused, yeah, hundred percent. For a bunch of reasons, yeah, I do. <laughs> so yeah, the big any... one. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I want to hear what you guys say. I, I mean, uh, interrupt you. So, so yeah, on the karate, I'm glad you guys asked because more or less uh, the the usual conversation about karate is it's it's a joke and it's for kids and it's this kind of softer art and I know that right and in a lot of ways it is but there's a lot of benefit in going in and training and not getting hurt all the time, you know? So I, I mean, I come in here and, uh, yeah, I practice a lot of footwork and angles and timing, especially, you know, controlling the distance, making sure, uh, the exchanges are happening on my terms and then, um, being able to stay calm kind of in that moment, you know, that kind of danger zone and waiting for that, that shot, that opportune moment where you got them, you got them dead to rights, you know, and you let off and smack them. And, uh, and then that, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it with that, you know, as far as, um, techniques wise, uh, probably not, you know, there's a lot of stuff we do in tech, uh, technically that just isn't too useful. in I would say MMA, you know, I'm not going to come out here and do no, probably not going to do no like spinning crescent kicks or, anything like that but uh you know uh, you'll see a lot of guys right now you'll see a lot of guys going back to a traditional sort of uh roots in a sense you know you'll you see front kicks happening a lot more that was for a while that was like a a taekwondo specialty it it wasn't going to work in a real fight until you know leoto machida sent randy couture's tooth flying out the ring you know then silva front kicks vitor belfort and then you got Michael Chandler doing it to Tony Ferguson, you know, so a, a front kick is, a, it's like a overpowered uppercut, you know, right that to side your chin. That's really popular too, that step in side kick. That step in yeah. side kick is, is yeah. really picking up a lot of popularity right now. Yep, yep, yep. I want to see somebody throw a slick, quick side kick right to the chin. Boom, out. <laughs> Definitely. Like that, that side kick to, a lot of people are targeting the quad, but like you don't have to target the quad. Like, man, that side kick is deadly. Uh, a lot, a lot of people can uh, have it come out real powerful too. Aaron Jordan wants to be a round card man. Get a man too. It doesn't always have to be a woman. Few <laughs> comments in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see the guy ring girl. No, no thanks. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. I, I have another question about karate. Um, GSP said like his uh. His experience in karate is one of the things that made him a great wrestler, being able to explode in and have the timing for it. Does that help yeah. you on your takedowns? Or? I would have to say, yeah, because here I wouldn't consider myself necessarily great at takedowns because I watch a lot of other fighters and really good you know, elite athletes, and I'm nowhere near that. But here I'm like the takedown guy you know, uh, running takedowns and stuff like that. And yeah, a lot of it's because of my, my karate base, you know, it's just how you're setting on your feet and then, uh, how you can shoot, how you can kind of stay upright with your posture, 
but be low enough to have a lot of explosive movement in any direction, you know? So yeah, for sure. It helps hundred percent. I, I always thought that was amazing because GSP is like probably one of the best wrestlers that ever fought in UFC and he never wrestled until like he yeah. fought. Like that's so crazy that he was able to do that. Yeah. So hopefully we, we get some GSP takedowns out of you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I want. I'm not against taking anybody down. I don't know why I don't. You know, sometimes it's it's weird. You get in there and you had all these kind of plans for certain stuff. You got maybe. your fist, baby. You got your fist. Yeah, that's your you know, down. Hit him. That's a takedown. Yeah. Shout them. <laughs> yeah, that's a great takedown. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's a good takedown. You know. Um, but yeah, it's kind of funny in retrospect thinking about it now. We know all these guys like do karate real good high level professional athletes have done karate and it's still just not, you know, really taken seriously, but that's okay. Cause if people want to think it's not beneficial or it's a waste of my time and this and that, they can just keep losing. I don't care. So, so Tyler, Tyler's, um, Tyler's the guy that you fought. This Tyler yeah. after stroke, and he's left hook is the best takedown. <laughs> yeah. Thanks Tyler. Hey, yeah, Aaron, yeah, did I you do that uh, Tyler's been training with me lately. His left hook is pretty good, too. Like, uh, you you cracked him with your left hook, but his left hook is like, like, dazes you, too. He's got a pretty good left hook. Nice. Yeah. Man, lots of love for karate coming through. Oh, yeah. April yeah, 5th, I love like karate that. with a real heart. <laughs> yeah. Or straight left, Tyler, again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yep. But yeah, I could run some takedowns. We'll see what happens. Um, I think this guy is probably going to want to keep it up on the feet. He's going to want to lead him with leg. He wants to kick my leg. Um, I think he needs to set it up with hands better, but I'm, I'm aware of that, and I know what he's probably going to need to do to set up his leg kicks. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to get around that. And uh, I think he's too slow. Person, I think he's too slow. He doesn't have enough. Enough. He just doesn't have enough. I think he about took himself down with uh he was like grappling against the cage with uh this Nate kid and he like went for like a leg hook takedown and he like basically like just lost position and fell on his back. And it was just kind of I don't know, man. I'm not trying to talk a bunch of smack about him because I don't know the guy and He's training, so respect. He's he's willing to get in there and everything. You know, I don't have any disrespect for anybody that's uh, living the life, but it just it just is what it is. You know, I I'm really a lot more experienced than it seems, and uh, these guys are kind of just cutting their teeth a little bit in the gym, and you know, do maybe doing really good in the gym. I don't know, but I'm a different I'm a different animal. I would have been a fighter if I never had martial arts training. You know what I mean? I understand that too. So, if you get this win, this moves you to three and zero. Especially if you stop Morelian, do you think that puts you in contention for a title fight? Would you like to fight for a title for K four? Yeah, yeah, I'd like to. I, I'm not going to go and say like I deserve it or anything like that. Uh, that would be up to Keith. And um, but yeah, I'd be willing to willing to go up there for that again. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome, right? and, then th and then looking ahead, too, you know, I don't know if it's supposed to be, like, out or whatever, but if they end up doing something down here, too, you know, I wouldn't mind being a champion for K4 if they're running their promotion in New York and North Carolina. 
Like, why would I pass that up, you know? Yeah, for sure. That would be a yep. – I mean, great. That's, that's another reason why I was thinking about, uh, like, would you do it? Because maybe you were – you're the guy that fights for the title down there. Like, that'd be a great way to headline the show because it'll be local guy fighting for a title. Too. Yep. I'm just thrown. I don't even know if that's ever going to happen, but like, I'll just spit. Yeah, me neither. But you know, uh, I'll just stay in the mix in case it does. If it does, great. If it doesn't, I mean, I'm just going to keep keep going until uh, I until I'm done. You know, I think I'll get um probably five amateur fights. Maybe a few more if they're not the type of wins or anything I want like that. I, just, I want I want mostly good dominant wins on my whole amateur record. I don't want any questions or anything like that. And then I want to go pro for a couple fights, maybe three to five fights or something. I don't care at that point. I just want the experience and a good resume that, you know, says what I'm about pretty much. Mm-hmm. Nate says we're coming for that K4 strap, either New York or North Carolina. That's what I wanted to see. Oh, yeah. Mel. Yes. Yes, sir. 100%. Yeah, you got the fan support. Well, you have very loyal fans and very loyal students. Oh, yeah. So I think it'd be amazing for you to to get a shot at the title. And then uh maybe you might have to go through like I don't know, one more guy after this one because uh you know you haven't really fought a guy with like a really good record, but you should definitely be in a title limitation title fight you know that's true you know i don't know if he's gonna if they consider any past opponents from other states or whatever but uh tim balo my first opponent the only reason i even got to fight that guy um i don't even know how it worked out but he was one of three names that i picked out of the top 10 in north Mm -hmm. carolina at the time as a debuter and he just took it that was lucky he was like four and three so he had seven fights you know what i mean yeah and uh it didn't really help him. So. I was yep. more speaking about like in the K four promotion itself, not really your record overall, but like you, you're right. You do have a you got wins over like uh, legitimate guys too. You know what I mean? Like I just met in the K four itself. <clears throat> I didn't mean to throw any yep. shade on your record. As far as records go, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think uh, you know Tim had that that sort of record going for him or whatever. But um, yeah. you know Tyler was a gamer too. And you're training with him now. So that left he hit me with, I'll tell you, it didn't really phase me in the fight, being perfectly honest with you. Yeah. But I felt it for a week. Uh-huh. You know, my face was a little swelled up on the side here. You know, <laughs> I believe it. For real, it, it was. I, was like, I didn't realize, so I didn't realize how hard he like... hit me until I seen that my face was swelled up. I go, is my face actually swollen up? And I'm like, sure enough. And it was sore. But, you know, <laughs> it's funny. April Fox is yep. solo interrupting her Texas game to watch you. <clears throat> yeah, that's loyal right there. Yeah, April Fox. I don't know what that is. Looks like a goal or something. <laughs> Gage and Gunner say you're number one, Sensei Aaron. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. Hey, you can always come catch some rolls, Nate. Let us know. Anytime you're up there, you're always welcome to come up and roll. My gym, I'm sure Keith will have you up at uh, Buma, too, wherever you want to go. And then Shannon Wagner, priorities, girls. <laughs> she just had a, a, her first tournament today. She did the tap out cancer in Raleigh. Had fun there. Oh, man. Priscilla said she, that it was a garbage can. <laughs> Some drama going on in the comments. <laughs> how, do, how did she do? 
Uh, she did good. You know, she went out there and did it. I mean, overall, I think she she lost. She lost. She didn't win, but um, she looked good. She looked aggressive. I think the girl got her probably on points. I only saw little clips of it, but what I, what I saw, she was on top. Granted, she was in the guard, but she was on top attacking. It was like a paper cutter choke or something. It looked like the girl tapped, to be honest with you. We were all kind of talking about that, like straight up, like bop, bop, bop. And yeah. the ref didn't call it. So that was kind of uh, kind of whack. But we're proud of her. She went and did it. It was her first thing. She said she was going to do it. And she went up and did the thing. So can't knock anyone for that. How are the refs for tap all cancer down there? They, I don't know. Um, apparently the one that uh, – was <laughs> she tapped for sure? See, they're all, yeah. We're we we've seen what happened. Apparently, that guy's done that before. He's not really nice about like uh, contending his decisions. We'll, we'll just say that, I guess, you know. Yeah. So when Nathan tap out cancer here, normally like uh like um the Buffalo Classic brings in judges that are all like black belts. They bring in guys from Canada and stuff, and but tap out cancer is like a, a fundraiser, so. They usually just have local guys do the refing. So sometimes you don't get the same refing as you would like in a big time tournament. So um there's that right. well, I think he just didn't somehow see that see her hand. I don't know. He was like right he should have seen it. It seemed like he just didn't want to call it or something, or he was daydreaming. I have no idea. Because it was blatant right on the footage, you know. Um but it's it's what you know, it's it's whatever. Things happen, bad calls get made and uh dwell on it be bitter about it or you can be happy that you went and, and did what you said you were going to do now you're going to have to post in the comments because now everyone wants to see it <laughs> so who's ever got on film make sure you put it in the comments for this so we can all watch it later yeah yeah there you go mediocrity yeah. at its finest but respectful for the most part yeah he had to go to that so he had to sit there and deal with that watching it he's a uh, I said I'd have been spazzing probably a little bit. That's just mm -hmm. I get fired up, especially if I feel like my guys are being treated unfair. Like I could probably handle it better if it were me than one of my one of my students, you know. Especially being their first one, you don't want this to like ruin their whole perception of it, you know, and, and leave a bitter taste in their mouth. But she's so she's just she's awesome. She's so happy and she just she's just great anyway. So. I wasn't worried about that with her. I just feel like she got robbed a little bit. That's all. That's awesome. I uh, we we all know we we all know what happened. That's I think that's what matters. Yeah, when I coach, I feel like I get super fired up when my people get a bad call. Like I can take a bad call myself and like ah, you know that's part of the sport. But then when it happens to someone else, for some reason it's so infuriating. I don't know why that is, but <laughs> I, yeah, this definitely drives me insane. <laughs> yeah, I see that. You're definitely like that with uh, Derek. <laughs> I'll take that oh, as a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's probably not good since I commentated this fight and I was uh, I was fired up, but hey, shit, you're, we're human, man. We're human. I know you got to be professional and stuff, but you know, yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, I hear you, man. Frank with the comic book. He that we had that. Uh, <laughs> The guy that makes comic books, and ever since then, your guy, new boy Frank here, uh, he's always got to leave a comic book crack. I don't know about this guy. I love that you watch the show, Frank, but you got to let the comic book guy go, man. We like comics. We're nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Aaron's upset equals no one's safe. That, man, it keeps going back that you're a Matt bully. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> 
Mm. Oh, no, someone else is like ruining it. You guys are super sweet and supportive. Sounds like you're a good coach to me. Thank you, Nate. <clears throat> I can't, if I can watch football and listen to this, you can hold off on the comic book. Ah. <laughs> no comic books, not on this one. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, I want to, um, move into something a little bit more serious and we'll, uh, we'll lay out the comments for a little bit while we talk about this, but, um, I know you suffered a, a loss recently with your mother and um, I saw you post about it on Facebook and you talked about maybe not fighting for a little bit and uh, all kinds of stuff. So I was actually surprised that you signed for this card. So I want to take a minute and just check up on you and see how you're doing and make sure everything's all right. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, things are okay. You know, they're okay. Uh, like I, I was, um, I'm glad we talked about it a little bit, um, you know, before a little bit, uh, Cause it's still hard, man. You know, it's never easy to lose somebody that was uh, there your whole life. that loved you so much. I did everything she did for everybody. You know, um, we're all feeling it, man. She was such an awesome person through and through. And she got dealt a really, really uh, bad hand a long time ago. And it wasn't fair, but she did the most she could with it. Raised three kids, you know, had a, um, a bunch of great relationships with people great relationships with family. Uh, everybody, um, like adored her and respected her, you know, um, she was just a tough, tough lady, had a ton of fight in her. She'd been battling sicknesses since 1997, you know, <laughs> um, a bunch of stuff. Like, uh, I don't know if it's probably not a problem if I got into some of it in a little detail, you know, I'll probably spare some of it just for myself. I don't want to get upset or nothing too much on in front of everybody. Cause I've been, I've been doing good at holding it together. I feel I just want to stay like that. Um, but she had a bad gallbladder like a long time ago and she had to get it taken out. And the doctor that did the surgery totally botched this job and, uh, almost killed her. And then ever since then, she was just on meds, you know, and the meds ravaged her system. Um, it really destroyed her immune system. Over the long term, and she just kept getting sick and sick and sick. She'd catch flu multiple times a year. She'd get everything. She was just susceptible to, like, everything uh, illness-wise, you know. So she had to be real careful, and she gets sick a lot anyways. And she would still get up and do every damn thing she was supposed to do that she said she was going to do until it got to a point where she couldn't, you know. Like, uh, later on, she got um, uh, put on oxygen and stuff, uh, needed a lung transplant was going through the steps of getting off of all these drugs they've had her on since, you know, the nineties, you know, 25 years or something like that, you know, of a uh, hard medicine, they call it, you know, painkillers and crap. Uh, and then um, she had to get off a bunch of that stuff and they're trying to give her more. And it's this stuff. It, it's just such a, they, they, they're, they're so shitty about it. They do all these things to your body and then they put stuff in your body that long term they know causes way, way, way more damage. Man, I mean, it's tragic. She was putting her hands and in, in, uh, her life in these people's hands most of the time, you know, just trusting them to do what they wanted her to do to be okay, just to be okay. You know, just to not feel pain all the time. And it just, uh, 
it, it, it ruined her body. Her immune system was gone. Her bones were so weak, man. Like she would, she would cough and have coughing fits and break ribs, you know? And, uh, she would, uh, she at some point or another, I can't really remember cause it, it just became a frequent thing. She started like having fractures in her vertebrae from maybe sitting down too hard. We don't know, you know, she just everything like, and then, um, so that, that's all going on. Right. And she had to get herself off all these meds to be able to get, uh, in this transplant list and process going. And she found out she had breast cancer at that time, you know. So then she goes through, and she only had it in, like, one of them. But she went through. She got the whole thing done. She had a, the double mastectomy, you know, went through everything that goes with uh, that while on oxygen and still dealing with all the fractures in her spine and wherever else, you know. Uh, the All the flare-ups that happened from the medicine that they had her on, uh and then she um, had that done, and then she gets denied for the for the transplant, you know. So she just went through hell and back, and then had to go through all these hoops for everything, for, for nothing, really. I mean, um, but still, despite all that, man, you know, she... We had a kind of a rocky relationship growing up. There was a... You can understand now with what you know, how she may not have been always the most upbeat, cheerful person, you know, um, she's dealing with a lot of pain a lot of times. And I was too young and ignorant to know that at the time. And we just blooded heads, you know, uh, cause it's just, we're, we're both like that. Anyhow, you know, we butt heads and we're both fiery and we're both fighters and we're challenging type of people. Um, but she always won just so everybody knows she always kicked my ass, but, uh, yeah, just for her to go through all that. And then, um, she started to really come around once she had to get on oxygen. And I think, I don't know if it just like humbled her in such a way that she had to let go of a lot of negativity in her life, in her heart, in her soul. And she just had to really appreciate and, and just start loving, you know, the people that she had around and it showed, I mean, it was just sort of, uh, kind of miraculous. I mean, that was something I didn't know I would I would see from her necessarily. She was always loving, but more way much more so, like with everybody and everything. When it started to get real bad for herself, like it was like the more she suffered, the more she loved everybody else. It was just the wildest thing, you know. She was just a champion, and. Uh, then uh, she got she got to go to a concert. God bless my sister for doing uh, everything she did because my I, I've been I've been down here, you know, and my sisters have been home taking care of her for a long time now. And uh, Kristen was able to get her to um, the concert she'd been wanting to really go to for a long time and never could because of health issues and stuff. So that that was the only reason she wasn't actually at my fight is because they happened to have. It was on that day, and they had to go be in Pittsburgh, you know. Oh, so like she, that. yeah, so she went and did that, and that was awesome. They live streamed it, um, and, and got to be there, sort of, you know, in a way. Wore my shirts and everything. Still, still showed out for me, even at the concert, you know. That's um, awesome. Yeah, 
And then she got sick while she was down there, got stuck in the hospital for a couple weeks, came home same night, uh, fell over, broke her wrist, and then ended up right back in the emergency room. And then uh, Monday morning rolls around and um, Beth goes to check on her. and She's good. She leaves for work. And then my aunt came over to check on her and she had passed in her sleep. Right after getting out and done with all that that crap. Man, I'm sorry for your loss. I understand why that would make you sorry. Like, it makes really makes you think. Like, man, why am I doing this fight and stuff? Like, I can should be close to everybody, stay around and train, and then like, hopefully, it gives you like determination and to be back in there too, like doing what you love. Yeah. So. So yeah, there's a couple of different ways to look at it. As far as I'm concerned, I could I could let it uh, totally destroy me in ways because she understood me and was there for me in ways that I don't even trust anybody else to be there for me for, um, and it just won't happen anymore. So, you know, I can uh, let that really ruin everything I got going, or I can trust her and uh, keep going forward and chasing my dream and honoring her. So. That's what I'm going to do. You know, this is, uh, this next one's an honor for her. I, especially with everything being as fresh as it is, I'm going to, I'm going to put on a, on a hell of a display for her. A lot of love coming through for you and your mom. This, um, yeah. it's a really powerful story, man. And, um, a lot of people, um, they don't understand until they lose somebody, you know, like, uh, like people, our generation, like they are probably watching this or like younger people. They haven't really lost people yet. And, uh, it changes, man. Yeah. Changes. Yep. I definitely feel like, uh, I'm on, I'm on the mission now, you know, I'm locked in. I'm on the mission. And if you ain't got everything I got and more then you're just in my way for a minute. I feel sorry for Jacob. Not too sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. one? Which one? The, I don't know. The one that you're fighting, the, the yeah, Yoel, Yoel, Yoel. Ah, Yoel. No, okay. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> the other Jacob, you can kill him. I don't care. Sounds like Jacob. Man, I just I I like I I do and I don't want to talk about them guys because I don't like talking smack, but they do so much of it themselves, and especially Jacob. I'm like, why are you talking? <laughs> know. You know what I mean? Like, why does he talk to fighters? He doesn't have a, a any. He doesn't have any. You know? Yeah. It's like, dude, just stop. It's a he just talks about his jail stories, his prison stories. Yeah. Is that really? Yeah, is that really what it is? I couldn't care less about any of that. Yeah. Who's the ultimate destroyer? That was it's like a, that's an inside joke about uh, <laughs> me. I'm the ultimate destroyer. <laughs> so, like, yeah. So uh, back, um, getting, uh, I was getting ready for my blue belt. I think in jujitsu back probably like 2014. I think, and uh, I think he asked me like, "What do I want my name to be on my certificate?" And I was just in a mood, and I said, "The ultimate destroyer," you know. <laughs> And uh, he, he just flipped him out, and he's been laughing about it ever since. I'm just – it's fun. 
It's just funny. That's kind of funny. Yeah. You know, I like to... I like to talk myself up, but it's more like sarcastic and stuff. I really don't actually take myself too seriously most of the time because, uh, you know, there's times to take take things seriously and there's times to kind of kick back and be a little bit humble. And that's just how I am. I like to have a good balance in that thing. Mm-hmm. Jacob wants one of your shirts. The other size small. New boy, Frank. He needs a toddler size. <laughs> Oh, was that joke? <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> He's a little-ass um, guy. He was going to slap Ray. I can't believe he was going to slap Ray. Who is this I again? Went to, I went to the hotel. And I seen him. He didn't do nothing. Jacob. 765? Yeah, he was going to yeah. slap Ray in the face, and he didn't. Yeah. That's embarrassing. That's what he said? Yeah. yeah. On the podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can't say stuff like that and then not do it. That's you're a punk, man. So if he was in prison, imagining he was a punk there too. Yeah. I'm just saying it, you know. I don't think he can fight for a long time. He's got the ankle brace on. I'm not sure he's allowed to leave. Like and also I'm not even like that's not even like a joke. I wouldn't really joke about that, but yeah, he's just gonna talk shit till April, I think. So then we'll see. His big debut in April. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like, so like about it. Yeah, they they talk shit like oh, I lost to this guy. I like my guy is like undefeated Bellator, you know. Like uh, <laughs> their their guys like James Joints like one and one in the amateurs. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just ridiculous. I, I don't know where their heads at. Like that whole thing was so disrespectful. I almost came out and just out of just uh, you know appreciation for you guys took that fight like <laughs> off of like hey one of you get in here come on. You know what I mean? And it was kind of like, yeah, maybe that's a little bit petty. I'm not really like that anyway. But still, somebody just – I just want to see somebody just smack the crap out of them guys. Yeah. We'll see how it goes with Reichardt. Like, if, if Josh gets a win there, that might be a, a good fight to put you in contention for a title. Like, he was on the ladder. Like, actually, I would love to see you and Tom Trexler fight for the title. I think that would be a great fight. Tom Trexler's a, a 35-er. He's, like, super good wrestler. Matches up really good with your striking jujitsu. Like he, he's pretty good on the feet too. Like I don't know if you you've seen him at all, but I think that would be an amazing fight for K4. Like, yeah, I have I haven't seen him. I'll look yeah. him up. Yeah, I mean, if it comes down to a title fight, I mean, I'll get anybody really any any sort of fight, whether it's a title yeah. or not. They give me a name, I'm just pretty much like, yeah, you know. Definitely, um, I would definitely keep whispering in Keith's ear that that's the fight I want to see. Yeah, uh, I like Tom Trexler a lot, and I like you guys a lot. Tom Trexler is a super respectful young man too, and like it'd be like a honor fight too, you know, like an old school like two honorable guys banging out. It'd be a great fight to watch. Every part of it'd be great. His wrestling is good. His top game is pretty good. I don't know how his jiu-jitsu is though. You know, like ever he he got he finished uh he finished um Josh Reichardt pretty quickly. But I don't think Josh was uh, prepared for – he didn't really know that he was, like, an elite wrestler, you know. So he put Josh down, took his back, and choked him. But, um, man, I would love to see you banging out with him. I think that would be a great fight. Yeah, I think that's honestly – that that would probably be, like, uh, my biggest challenge right now is a good, strong, powerful wrestler, honestly. Yeah. Somebody with a little bit of, like, pretty decent, you know, striking, stand-up-wise, and then uh, just good, good wrestling. Those are the guys that kind of get my – you know, get my blood going a little bit. For sure. Heart from uh, 
Oh man, oh blue oh blue bell for the ultimate destroyer. That's what it is, I think. <laughs> Every time we get a blue heart now, I'm gonna call it ultimate destroyer. Oh uh... <laughs> just accepted a fight offer from Keith. I gotta come light this podcast up with some stripper light. Oh Austin, yeah. You get pepper spray too, dog. <laughs> And then uh, new boy Frank, why is Ray remind me of the ball Ric Flair? <laughs> Woo! Um, okay, I got that. that was the nature, the nature boy. Yeah. Ray Arias. Man, I got it in my head. I want to see you fight Tom Trexler so bad now. For the yeah. title. Well, let's get this one out of the way, and then uh, we'll go from there. If they want me to have another one first, or uh, they want me to just go right into it, that's fine with me too. Pepper spray and taser on the deck. You got it, man. You you do that. You're on the podcast, Austin, for sure. Make sure that guy hurts everywhere. Did you beat this guy up so bad that he hurt it everywhere? This little young kid. <laughs> yeah, that was the last. Yeah, that was the last training camp. He wasn't six when he hurt everywhere. He was eighteen. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, definitely yeah. mad boy, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a. <laughs> Uh, maybe a little bit sometimes, but it's good for them. I'm telling you, I was the nail for a long time. It's good for you. You guys aren't getting actually hurt. It's just uh, it's toughening you up. Yeah, that's it's good for you. And you guys keep coming back. Don't act like you don't love it. They definitely love it. They keep coming back, and it's definitely yeah. getting tougher. I can tell. Oh yeah, you're a, you're a great coach. You and uh, Nate seem like got a very good chemistry, like a very good gym. Yeah, I like to believe we do. Yeah, it, we really, we really, really do. Um, I couldn't do this if I, you know, didn't didn't care about these guys, you know, because it's a they put a lot of trust into you. You know, you're you're taking care of their kids to a point um, with dangerous stuff, and the adults too. Pretty much everybody comes in here, you know, is uh, putting their safety in your hands, and you got to take that really, really seriously. And you build meaningful connections with people, you know. And uh, I honor that. I, I'm a super loyal guy. I have a huge heart. Probably got all this from my mom, you know. Uh, and that's just how it is. And, you know, uh, my, my I have a bunch of loyal fans that are really great people. And I, I like to think that I just, you know, not, not like talking myself up or anything like that. But I like to think that I attract that. It's kind of that law of attraction thing and the belief and the visualization like I was kind of talking about earlier. Like I've tried to make all this happen so now it's happening you know and uh, i know uh, people are on board with it so we're just we're just going man aaron and i also like to knock each other's contacts out knocking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this poor little girl that gets smushed her contacts out too oh man Beating up the kids <laughs> and the women. she she is pretty little too april she's she's small that's uh yeah short stack Oh, man. Are you short stack or half point? I'm sorry, I don't remember. <laughs> oh man, to have fans like this that actually follow you around, um, it really shows like how much love that you do have for the gym. Um, I love like a lot of my people. Short stack. <laughs> short stack. Short stack. There we go. That's um, what I thought. Okay. A lot Christina's of, a lot half of my... point. She just went over to Okinawa, so that's another. Another Marine family that we got traveling the world. We got a, we got people from our gym all over the world. It's crazy, you know. <laughs> it's funny that you got enough people like that. You get the nicknames confused too. It's tough because there's 
there's like so many personality types in the gym, but they're all kind of the, they're all separate people, but they're all like start out as the same personality type when you first meet them. So like you classify them as like a nickname in your head, like, ah, this is a short girl, like short stack. But then you get to know them and then like, oh man, they're like, there's so much love for each each student, you know, and I can see that in you too. And uh, I, th I think that's great. Yeah. April's a beast too. Like she doesn't, uh, she's super humble she's a very very humble person but she she trains like maybe more than anybody else here it's crazy you know she's running lately she helps me out with the kids classes she takes all the classes she can she runs a fitness class and then at the end of all that she's got to deal with people just beating the crap out of her like in jiu-jitsu <laughs> like just being bigger than her you know squashing her wrenching on her head throwing her around and she just keeps showing up and she's got a smile on her face and she loves it she's an animal that's awesome she's a lot better than she gives herself credit for too and i think if she ever had uh if she ever gets somebody her actual size that will just roll with her a little bit she she would see that you know she's five foot and 115 pounds that's short yeah yeah she's little she fights pretty big though yeah, Priscilla's another yeah. killer there too. She's been taking it easy because she had a neck injury, but uh, Priscilla's a she's going to be a killer. Oh man, I feel like we know your whole gym. That's the great thing about podcasts. Like we've talked a couple times now, and now I feel like I know like half your gym, and the, like it's the same people coming in the, the chat too. So it's like a real family atmosphere with this one. I really like that. It's not so yeah. gung ho and macho y and stupid and like trash talky. I, uh, yeah. I really like these. Yeah, we're well we're yeah, we're just not like that, you know. Uh we're just not like that. Um nobody that's ever been like that has ever really fit in here. You know, they were here at one point and they they hit the road and uh we took a hit from that. You know, we lost a bunch of people, but ultimately they can go do their thing, you know. Who cares? We just don't like it, you know. There's no reason to do that. The, the thing with the mats is you can't really lie. You can't you know, the, who you are comes out in the mats. Like when you're under threat of, um, you know, injury and things like that, you feel like you got to either like you're caught in a sub, right? You either like <sighs> tap or you get mad and try and get revenge. You know, we don't really want the people that are getting all ticked off and, and their egos hurt and, and swearing and dragging their feet off the mat and then coming in. Those are the only people that have ever hurt me training, by the way, you know, they'd have a problem with like passing my guard, couldn't pass my guard, couldn't pass my guard. They're trying for like a year, you know? And then finally they just decide, well, if I just fall back and pop his heel in the, with a <laughs> sloppy heel hook and just hurt him, then I win, you know? <laughs> and yeah. so I've only dealt with that a couple times and I, I haven't had to deal with that ever since they left. And it's been awesome. I like that. I, uh, I, I'm a big believer that, um, like gyms have vibes and people need to respect the vibes. And uh, I have a small gym and like everyone is like a family there and I treat everyone like a family and people that aren't a family. We, uh, we definitely, uh, we don't let them around, you know, like I don't want to have like bad people in my gym and I'd rather not take their money. I'd rather just have that, um, that family atmosphere that you're talking about right now. Um, 
And I, I'm that, like, that's how you grow. That's how you get better. You know, you can't really, there's, you have to have those sort of roles in those training sessions where it's iron sharpens iron and you kind of got to get gritty and dig in deep sometimes, but it's not conducive to long-term training. You don't always, you're not necessarily getting better for that. Like the same kind of people I'm talking about, right? Like I can't tell you how many times they've had to drop out of their own fights and commitments because they got hurt just beating the, the, the crap out of each other in the gym. Like, Want, wanting to be you know <laughs> wanting to be a name in the cage or a fighter or something like that they just go i don't know i don't know it's just messed up i i would rather just you know have a good a good relation with people in in the school and be able to train and work your technique and in, in, uh, in a safe way and then it's worked for me you know i'm kind of proof of that that formula um i'm not in a position that I'm not even trying to get all beat up and smashed up all the time. I stay healthy. You know, I'm 30, <laughs> maybe I'm 35, you know, who, and I uh, got late start, but I'm not all banged up. I'm really healthy. Like I could legitimately probably make a, a real run right now. Yeah. If I wanted to, I'm not going to lie. I've kind of been a little bit wishy-washy on the fence as far as like long-term goals with MMA. I just, want to have something on my resume, have some experience, have some fun with it. Uh, and eventually just teach, you know, teach and eventually have some of my own students that want to do it, by the way, I'm not trying to force anybody to go, Oh, you have to, you've been training this long. You gotta go take a fight. You know, no, mm -hmm. I, people do what they want with their martial arts, but I really have a, a appreciation and respect more so for the, uh, you know, that warrior spirit, those guys that want to get in there and, and put it out there on the mat in front of everybody, win, lose, draw, you know. Now, those are the guys that we love, and those are the guys who try and support with this podcast. And, you know, it's one of the reasons why I like you. You know, like, it is, it is what it is. Like you said, everything gets shown on the mat or in the cage. Um, eventually, you're, it comes out in the cage how you handle, like, you'll see a guy that's a bully and he goes through everyone in the amateurs, and the first time he gets tested, like, he cracks and he falls apart, you know, and you don't seem like you're going to be that guy. So, right. Yeah. I could see, I've seen that people get, get kind of uh, deflated, start making excuses, blaming everybody wanting to run it back. It only happened because of this and that and the other thing. And I was, you know, yeah, I've heard all that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, the head gear didn't fit. That's why I got knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> I seen your, I actually went back and watched your fastest knockout. That was pretty dope. I had no idea that that was a real thing. That was cool. <laughs> you thought I just made it up? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, oh. I, I didn't talk about it last time we talked. I, I, I'd gone back and watched it before, but yeah. uh, I watched it again. It was really cool. I don't know if I ever seen anybody just get – it was so delayed too. You know, yeah. oh my god, it was so good. I got I felt it go right underneath his rib, like it went up underneath his ribs. Like I feel his ribs go by my leg. It was so cool. Yeah, it's like yeah, it, it took him one. his body a like good solid two solid seconds to be like, oh, we're done. Yeah. You know, oh, it was so good. I <laughs> like tried got, over and over again too. I know like he, he got he knocked out two seconds sooner than he actually did. Yeah, yeah, dude. If yeah, I, I could have two second knockout. It would have been great. Yeah. I just trained it over and over again. I didn't even expect to drop with it. I just knew that that was going to land. I was looking to really take him down off that leg kick or off the body kick off of there. Uh, we trained it over and over and over and over again, and it just landed and it landed perfect. Like it was like dumb luck, but it was dumb luck because I trained that <laughs> yeah. over and 
more yet, you know? Like kind of using the leg kick to step into the takedown? Yeah, like, well, so he he comes over and he left it open, so I wanted to go right southpaw into a kick to an outside shot and uh, put him yeah. down and just get on top and beat him up. He beat two of, uh, two of my guys, two of the guys on the team that I was on as well, you know, before that fight. So I got to see him a lot. I kind of really knew what he was going to do, and I knew he was going to come out like that, charge at me. And then he kept saying I was old on the lead up to the fight. And then Ray kept reposting all those posts about me being old. So I was like mad about him calling me old too. And yeah. <laughs> it was just like a perfect, a perfect storm. And it landed perfectly. I knew that the kick was gonna land. I just didn't know it was gonna be devastating like that. And I might have put a little bit more on there than I really meant to, because it was really supposed to be a distraction. But I was like, ooh, I see this one. And I just dug in deep. Yeah, I mean, you were both you were both going forward. I think from what I, what I saw, and you probably just yeah, you put some more heat on it than you thought you did. You know, yeah, that was just that's the best shots are always like that, though, ain't they? Like you don't feel like you hit that hard. Like no, I mean, when I when I hit Tyler, you know, with that left, first of all, I didn't even realize that what what I hit him with. <laughs> Second of all, I didn't even know I didn't even really feel it. You know, all of a sudden I just heard a crack, and he just kind of dropped, and I was just I've been in that sort of almost over top of so many front headlock positions, so many times diving on the neck that it just happened. It wasn't yeah. a plan or anything like that. It was just, he was sitting up and I was like, boom. And I think the only thing that saved him from that initial guillotine was my lockup, just uh, not being used to the, the bigger gloves or something like that. I don't know. It just didn't get in as deep. And the arm in was, was in too. So it's not, that's not like one of my best submissions, the arm and guillotine. It's I've done it before. Um, that's how I got actually. That's how I won against Tim Baylor. Was it was Army Guillotine, same exact one, but uh, this one is just a little bit different, you know. I didn't exactly get a good angle on it, uh, so whatever. I guess, I guess it kind of bothers me. I'm not used to people getting out of those guillotines, man. It's hard to finish an Army Guillotine if you can't make angle though, like you can't really get the choke where it needs to go, you know, like yeah. It's more difficult than it's like if you don't have the arm in, it's easy to finish it. But when the arm in, you really yeah. need to make the angle and squeeze. Like if you don't have the angle, too, like good luck finishing on a tough guy. Like you, you yeah. just can't put enough on it to put him to sleep. Straight up, straight up. Yeah, you got to have that sort of a side crunch. And so I felt like I was going to be, I was better off probably on the bottom with that, but it still wasn't. It was still wasn't working. So I just yeah. uh, when he sat up, I was like, all right, I'll sweep and get top, and maybe it works or doesn't. We'll find out. Yeah. You know. Once you got to the top, it was a lot, lot better for you. You know, like it was a good sweep too. Like we Oh yeah, and then after, and after this one, man, like if that happens again, it's a wrap because I'm gonna smash. I'm gonna ground and pound somebody right out. Yeah, that's great. That's what that. Yeah, so I would. I didn't. Uh, uh even um think about it until i got this fight but i didn't know that was a thing because down here nobody told me anything about rules like that down in uh, south carolina where i fought that wasn't a thing yeah. uh ground and pound was fine i think you couldn't heel hook and stuff like that typical thing thing like that but uh for this one being that like i've been training as long as i have to fight fight like actually fight and then to find out that you can't do basic things like ground and pound you can't punch it in the head on the ground like what the hell do you go to mount for then you know yeah. so i stopped stopped going to mount and i started training like uh working um you know twist your side control i had the idea i was going to get like you know sitting on their arms in like a good cross body position maybe knee pin on the hips and just smash on their their solar plexus from there 
You know, I was working that for a little bit. I was working side control. I wanted to drive some knees into their body because I was like, no, I like striking on the ground is a great way to put somebody out. Like that's what I, I want to do. I can't. We couldn't believe they take that option away. But yeah. if they're talking about longevity of the the fights fighters or whatever, they don't want to get them to get hurt or something. I don't. I don't know. I don't know about how I feel about that. If that's yeah. the reasoning. It's like they, they um, separate in New York. Like, they have novice. So, if you're a novice, you can't do uh, – until you get two fights in, you have to have no ground upon. And, and kickboxing, you have to wear headgear for two fights, too. Like, it's New York's crazy. <clears throat> so, that, so I think what I was getting at with that was, like, it's really it, – it doesn't uh, – it doesn't really do anything for, like, somebody like – like, what's that do for somebody that's actually, like, new – at fighting and martial arts versus somebody like me. You know what I mean? Like I've been training this long and now I can't do certain stuff. And it's just kind of like, I'm not actually a novice though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my record says I'm a novice, but I'm not a novice. It's, it's just it's, not fair. to It's not fair to new fighters. I, th I think for the new fighters, they don't want like, you know, someone that never fought before getting cracked that doesn't train anywhere falling down no one's they don't know how to fall they hit their head they're already like concussed and knocked out and then the guy's on top pounding them out like i think that's really what they're trying to stop because, it, it could uh, and that's a legit concern that's fine but i think that's you just have a good ref for that you know what i mean yeah. the ref can just stop the fight if he sees you get clocked good like you had no right. into you had no perception to block that shot or get out of the way and you just ate a hammer and you fall down and smack it off canvas that's a wrap that's you know right. what i'm saying uh, um, combat jujitsu is illegal here too, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's wild. You know, it's like crazy. a super right, uh, regulated state, man. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't want to get into trouble state. with the commissioners because I know they watch the podcast, but uh, like, no <laughs> <they're>, uh... <laughs> hey, don't tell me we're not allowed to talk about it. That'd be yeah. That's another whole other thing. New York State, communist state. You guys can talk yeah. about it, but I, I'm uh, I'm friendly with most of the regulators, so I want to make sure that I uh, I stay friendly with them. I don't want to like throw them under the bus. No, the I, mean, I don't, like, I don't hate them for whatever they're, they're, you know. I don't I don't hate them for whatever reasons they have yeah. for it being that way. I don't care, you know. It's just it is what it is. It just I don't I don't get it. I don't think it's fair to, uh, mm -hmm. um, for a couple reasons, and they probably think it is for reasons. So whatever, <laughs> disagree, disagree. I'll get out of that, uh, um class i'll just start hitting people when i'm allowed yeah. to you know it's over now you got your two wins oh yeah you, you can beat the shot with somebody now there we go okay so it is two i thought it was three no no your third fight you oh. can ground upon yep oh good okay yeah so great so, so i'm predicting he's got i'm two predicting two, so we're gonna smash him on the upon. feet i'm probably gonna knock him down on the feet okay and i'm probably gonna tko him on the ground this time yeah he's he's got two fights so you're uh it's full rules. Well, I mean, no okay. rules, obviously. You're good to go, buddy. <clears throat> All right, straight up, yeah. So that's that's what I'm predicting. If I if I was gonna I figure, you guys were gonna ask anyway. I'll just put it out there. I'm probably gonna rock him on the feet, smack him, uh, put him on the ground, and I'll finish him on the ground. Either uh, TKO, ground and pound, or I'll find a way to submit him. Yeah, because now when you can strike now, so you can set up your submissions now. Now you're no doubt. Strike, and then the mounts, the mounts are the mounts good. The mounts are wrap. Like if I end up. Uh, Allow if I'm allowed to like plot out that whole sequence 
on the ground. I mean, if I if I get in the Maui's finish, I'm gonna say that on the podcast too, and then I'm gonna walk everyone through it with the jiu-jitsu part. Because uh, when Ben and Ray don't know what they're talking about, I'll, I'll make sure that we're uh, we're telling <laughs> them how much skill you're using there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Karate I appreciate show. that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. Good to see him tuning in. He just took off to Okinawa too. That was one of my, uh, that was one of my main rolling guys. My main rolling partner. He was a real tough blue belt. He was getting real, real good at certain things. He was getting hard to sweep. Uh, yeah. He's got, he got choked a lot too. <laughs> he, was he was like, he was like trying to steal all my moves at one point, trying to do them back to me. He almost got me. Well, he did actually. He did get me. I think he guillotined me uh, not that long ago. You could tell him what you. I forget, James. What'd you get me with? I think you got my leg and you got me in a choke. Damn. Not long. Not real long ago. I remember it. So, but I can pretty much count like everybody that hasn't been named Nate Feldman. I can pretty much count every time I've been submitted in the last four years. How's Nate Feldman and you go? We get, you know, uh, we can go pretty hard sometimes. Um, he's got, a, he's been wrestling since he was in like a, a child. You know, he used to go to wrestling camps until he was in high school. Then he went to high school wrestling and RNC. What? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that happened. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Nate's solid, man. He's a really good grappler. Uh, he was always he's a good wrestler. He trained with a lot of good wrestlers, and he's been a he's just a straight jujitsu nerd, you know. Um, he's on it, man. His leg lock game is just hellish. I mean, trying to get past his guard and not get end up getting put in some kind of a leg entanglement is a nightmare. Uh, his pressure is good. Uh, I can kind of control him a little bit until he starts getting like into the nasty. You know, he he's got a lot of he can put some hurt on you. He'll get past your guard. You know, um, so there's that. But we go back and forth a little bit on certain things. But overall, he's my instructor. He's the black belt. He's badass, and uh, he he take, he puts it on me. But he's oh, a, a a big reason why I am the way I am. I mean, he just beat the crap out of me for the first couple of years. You know. White, He's trying blue, to get everything. an early scouting report before it comes beats me up. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you you fought it lightweight caveman? Yeah, forty five. I fought from uh everywhere from forty five to seventy. Oh, okay. And then like yeah, I thought I was like, that's crazy, man, because like you're so tall, I couldn't imagine like you actually being at one forty five. Yeah, I still like when I do jujitsu now. I still compete at forty nine, so like I still get down. Gotcha. Yeah, that's crazy, dude, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's 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 not real skinny. He's he got a little length on him, uh, yeah. but he's not he's not skinny. He's pretty uh, he's pretty freaking strong, man. Grapplers, the guys that have been doing that like their whole life. Yeah, that's a they're different, man. Good. His well, pressure hey, is just something else. If you guys come in, we do do wrestling on Sunday from two fifteen to three. We shut the windows, turn the heat on. We bang it out like just nothing but wrestling, all takedowns. He'll love it. <laughs> yeah, he probably he was a good. He was more of a counter wrestler, so he liked to bait the shot and then smash you. Yeah, definitely. All right, so don't shoot on him. Don't 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 go into his oh, guard. Oh yeah, sorry. 
I'm all, yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> putting him on blast, telling everybody your game, Nate, watch out. Now they're all going to know what to do. Yeah, it's not going to matter <laughs> if he's good. <laughs> I'd be honest, be no, I won't. I'll be honest, it probably won't matter. Um, yeah, he's just different. Super good guy, though. Super awesome guy. He's done a lot for me. Um, yes, yeah, just grateful. But yeah, I'm, I'm down if uh, we're still up there after the fight. Come in, stop and see the gym and that. You know, Heck integrity. Yeah. Especially when you when you mop the guy up in like a minute, like two or five, two or five, Frank. <laughs> Not no two eighty, two or five. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, nice mom. Frank, you're trying to make your debut against Ray here. What are you trying to do? Oh, you don't want that. <laughs> Two hundred five, Frank. Ray's got some old school leg kicks, dog. You uh, you don't want to eat those things. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't like it, eating the leg kicks here. I got some tricks for that though. I like when people think they're just gonna come out and smack my leg because they can kind of, you know, I'm kind of a little more bladed, so they think they're gonna kick the back of my leg. That's perfect. I love that. Mm. Do you like put your foot off to stop the calf kick? I don't want to tell you. All right. We'll, we'll talk about it like uh, like when I when we talk in person. I want you to talk about it here. Like I forgot that we're talking on on podcast. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. that's okay. No, um, I'll tell you what. I played with it. Yeah, I'll try to do some some kind of slick stuff like that. If I know, if I see the kick coming, if I can stop it with a side kick or a cross stamp kick, like a something like that. Yeah, that's fun. I'll do it. You know, I'm a, yeah. I get away with it mostly when we're training it. You know, I don't know about if I'm. I don't really know if I'm confident to do that in a real fight. Somebody going full blast, but um, I got other things I do like timing wise. If I, if you don't hide your kick and I see it, you're going to regret it. Yeah. Like wonder boy. The last time I saw wonder boy, uh, eat some serious calf kicks was the first time I seemed not be able to respond, um, respond well to, I just was kind of one. I wanted to pick your mind about, but I don't want to do it here because like you got a fight coming up. I don't want to watch it, but I'd like to like talk with you in person about this uh if i forget remind me because i really want to uh i want to pick your brain a little bit about what specifically about uh when you're side bladed like in your that side bladed stance what you do to stop that calf kick what how you position your feet like i don't oh, like yeah i want to talk some technical stuff i don't want to really get too far into it right now but like yeah uh, cool. or maybe i'll even message you about it but um I love I love the cap kick and I love the ways to counter cap kick. So like it's really such a big part of the game now. Like I'm kind of like really in a deep dive into like studying the cap kick and how to beat it and from every different stance yeah. too to help some of my guys too. Cause I, I got a couple guys that stand in that bladed stance and like I eat them up with it. Like we wear the shin pads, so it's hard to really like they don't even really know that they're getting bad cap kicks, but they will when the shin pads come off, you know, because the shin pad covers up that spot that I'm really kicking right. for. So, um, yeah, it's a little less tender. Yeah. Like when you smash, that'd be that awesome, shin, man. Yeah. I don't really get to talk to a bunch of other people with, uh, you know, um, other than my own coaches, you know, my, my guys here, I talk to them about stuff. Obviously I teach, but you know, I don't get to really chop it up with, um, other martial artists about the technical aspects of maybe the more advanced stuff I do. Yeah, that's kind of out of the wraps, you know. I'm kind of saving that for the show and everything, but yeah, yeah. You, I'll tell you, I'll talk about it. 
All right, yeah, definitely. I would like to uh, sit down and talk about that kind of stuff. Um, having a fun podcast, fun. <laughs> 205. <laughs> Aaron will look way better in those shades, right? Man, he's really trying to get you to give him your glasses. <laughs> that's, so, that's hilarious. Oh man. <laughs> and he doesn't like comic books. I don't I don't know. It's hard to get with Frank. He's trying to beat up my co-host and he doesn't like comic books. <laughs> yeah. Can't get a read on this guy, can you? No. <laughs> Malik Malik's gonna want to fight you. Keep talking about his comic books. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank's a big boy though. I don't know. Yeah, Malik's not that big. He'd probably be Frank probably beat him up. <laughs> Malik's tough though. He's a really tough kid, man. Um, yeah. You got any sponsor to thank before we let you out here? We're uh, closing on an hour and a half. <clears throat> wow, already awesome. Uh thanks yeah, guys. No, I don't have any sponsors right? like set up right now or anything like that. I'm sort of trying to get all that in order, but uh yeah. Uh nothing right now. Hopefully I get out again before, you know, once the poster's up and everything, if you guys want to talk again or something, I'd appreciate that. I'll put out some sponsors then, but I might just end up doing it on my own post or my own page or something or in the, in the cage. We'll, we'll probably be busy close to fight time. So maybe we'll try and get you on with Jacob. I know we like, we always stuff you in with someone else, but, um, like when it gets close to fight time, we have so many to do that. Um, like if we could get you on with your opponent, I think that'd be another good one too. That'd be interesting. I'm open to that experience too. I haven't been on a podcast with, uh, you know, talking or looking at the guy that I'm supposed to go beat up. You know, yeah. I kind of try to keep it, keep it separate. You know, like I'm not into the touching gloves and buddy buddy and everything. Yeah. Like before, yeah, we're enemies until it's over. Right. You're you're just in my way. I think the best podcast we had so far with two people on was uh, Oliver and Sean Doyle. And uh, they were like super respectful, and they were like, I, I really like that one a lot. So it was easy to talk. And then like the seven six five ones get totally out of control, and they're, they're kind of fun because we can just have them on, and they we just sit here and yeah, talk. To each other. It turns to like a Jerry Springer show. Yeah, <laughs> it takes care it of itself. Yeah, those are but, like um, the easy. Yeah, that's the easiest podcast for sure. They just kind of go off and. It's just, yeah, dude, I, I almost don't even want to be involved with them guys because of just that kind of just ridiculousness. Like, I want to believe I'm a little bit beyond that. I don't need all that crap. Yeah. Um, that crap's all right, I guess. Uh, it works a lot better when it's like a, a guys with like big winning records talking to shit. Like, right. when you're like amateur guys that like got a few fights, it's like no one really cares, you know? Like, what no, it's got? just annoying. Yeah. It's more annoying than anything, I think. <laughs> exactly. I really, man, like when you see good guys like Oliver and uh, Gino talk and you talk, like they they carry a, a certain amount of respect, you know, like, and when they say stuff, it's like, I'm going to do this to you and you're not going to be able to stop me. And it's said with intent. And like, it's, that's cool too. Like, I like that kind of trash talk, you know? Right. Uh, well, yeah, like my, my opinion, though, that I, so this is my stance on trash talk. I don't think saying something like that with the skills to back it up and the belief you're going to do it, I don't think that's talking trash. I think that's a warning. You know, I think yeah, that's, no, a, like, I mean, that's like a, it's like uh, a grace. That's like a, a nice thing to tell somebody, like, hey, watch out. I'm going to do this. Good luck, pal. You know, I don't yeah, think it's talking trash. I, I don't really consider it talking trash, but like, um, 
That's right. what I, I know like what you mean. For trash talk is what I was trying to express. <clears throat> yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and yeah. then I, I just think a lot of other people have the wrong idea about it. If you say anything that sounds like we're going to get in there and fight, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it shouldn't matter what I say. It's all just building and promoting the fight. But still, have some class. Like, there's some things you just shouldn't say. Like, um, and you just know what I mean. We don't really yeah. have to go into it any more than that, you know. Uh, yeah, so I just um, – hopefully we get Jacob on at some point. Uh, he's a yeah, – hopefully we just get to talk and we don't get to really uh, – I don't really want to know anything about him. You know, I don't want to like him. I don't want to uh, really respect him any more than I need to as somebody that I have to fight. But, um, yeah, I will – it could be a good experience too. You know, I can't yeah. not talk to these guys or not face them, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing we could do is like we could have Mon and we could uh we talk with him, do his like bio stuff, like we we do with you, do like a half hour, and then have you come in like a half hour in, and then we could have you guys talk up too. What, whatever okay. you yeah, whatever with. you guys like. Yeah, we'll we'll let Ray figure it out. Ray, uh, Ray, Ray gets all the guests, and he like schedules the guests, and he does like a very good job with it, and. Um, I don't. I usually I just come here and make fun of Ray, but Ray's very good at getting it, uh, getting to get that guests on. And dude, like I appreciate him like way more than I, I let on uh, and publicly. Like every time I get off here, I'm like, oh man, that was awesome, Ray. You did such a good job. But I, I never really say it live. So like, I love you, Ray. You're doing an awesome job, dog. Love you too. Yeah, even though you're a little quiet, Ray. You're a little quiet, but we appreciate you. Yeah, that's because Ray's always looking at tentacle porn. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kevin. What are you? <laughs> he knows he is too. He can't even help himself. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We had to bring it, bring this podcast down into the gutter. It was like too good. <laughs> it was too good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Thank you for all your time, Aaron. Anything else you want to say before we uh, we let you get out of here? Um. Yeah. Thanks for everybody that watched. That was really cool. Um, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, I can't wait to come back up there and do even better than I did last time. It's going to be off the, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. I, I do have one thing to say that he didn't say, uh, K4, uh, fighting is October 28th. The supernatural ticket information is coming soon. Make sure when you buy your tickets, you put in Aaron Klein for the name. Uh, we will once again post on how to do it on the, on the page. So everyone can make sure they do it correctly. And then um, he'll get some ticket money. So let's make sure that we uh, we hook him up. All right. <clears throat> Got some thanks, love guys. coming in from Mrs. Feldman. Thanks, Donna. Yeah. All yeah, right. The awesome. ultimate destroyer. The ultimate destroyer, baby. The blue heart came out. So ultimate destroyer. Till next time. <laughs> Thank you for being on our show, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. I'll catch you later. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> nice. Awesome. That was really good. He was, oh, yeah. He's such a cool guy, man. Like, I love Yeah, him he is, man. He really is. Um, man, I hope he goes to your gym, K, man, and do a little training. Yeah, dude, I love to train him. I think that'd be super awesome. I'd love to get another black belt in. Um, and, and K, man, I got to say this. I gotta say this, K man. This is the first podcast we had that had me tear up. You know? <laughs> a little bit, yeah, it was a little bit sad. Yeah. 
Like, um, I'm glad he was okay to talk with it. That's why I we did the to prep and right. the show. I wanted to make sure right. that um, yeah. I didn't want to bring it out. Like, that's something I can uh, that I can change things, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm like, his mom's special, so. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, say, hey, hey, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go I ahead. was gonna say you don't do well. Like you got all teared up, and then you're like quiet for the rest of the podcast. You like your face got red, and then you're like, just, <laughs> you hurt yourself, man. You know, when I hear stuff like that, stories like that, you know, I, you know, I had a family member that passed away not too long ago too. So, you know, I had me thinking and had me zoning out, you know, just thinking about stuff. Yeah, you know, I hear it, man. Uncle Sorry, passed away not too long ago. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yo, did Skyler go to your gym? No. Uh-oh. <laughs> he didn't even come up. I tagged him. I was like, Skyler, not at my gym. He's like, ah, oh, we didn't even come up this weekend. We'll come up a different time. <laughs> So uh, uh, we'll see. Maybe maybe he'll come up. Maybe it won't. Who knows? Thank you, Mel. Yeah. It's tough, man. We all we all people have passed, dude. And then um Yeah, I mean, you know, um I think about it all the time, you know, I got my parents and they still alive, you know. And I know it could be that day, you know, you never know what's gonna happen. I even I could pass away, you know. Yeah. If you pass away, I promise I'll be sad for at least 13 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> at least three times longer than my fights last. <laughs> we had a big class. That's longer than the liver kick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not a funny joke, but it's kind of funny. Uh, uh, we <laughs> did have a big class waiting for uh, for Mr. Nethery. Uh, Nethery. I keep saying his name wrong. Skylar Nethery. <laughs> we got a big class. Uh, at least I'm not the only one that has a morbid sense of humor. Thanks, Mom. I'm glad you laughed. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm. Uh, you go watch UFC? I, yeah, I'm going to. Are you going to legally stream it? Yes. You illegally stream it all. Dana's going to watch our podcast and come and find you. Dana White going to be like, who the fuck is that guy? I'm going to probably just listen to the Rogan. Rogan's doing a fight companion, so I'll probably just listen to that instead of trying to steal it like a chump. I don't want to get viruses all over my stuff and have people steal my Facebook account. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, this, I can't wait for this K4 event that will come, you know? Yeah. I think I'm, Aaron, I, I like Aaron. He's a good fighter. Um, He's well-rounded. You know, he could strike and uh Dude, how good more... is how good is him and Tom Traxler? How good would a fight would that be? Oh man, that'd be an awesome fight. That'd be fire of the year. Yeah, and, that it'd be it'd be like the Sean Doyle and Oliver of you MMA, know. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do I, I agree one thousand percent. Like they both can fight both both on feet on the ground. Like Traxler's a better wrestler, but Aaron's got like way better jujitsu, like Right, so it'd be that classic battle, jujitsu versus wrestler. Yeah, and they both got equal striking, even. Who knows who striking is better, honestly, you know? We've only seen Aaron drop Tyler. We haven't seen much of his striking. We don't know if he can eat a punch, but, man, him and Trexler would be so good. 
Tim Lombard yeah. MMA guys are really good too. Everyone from that school is good, and and like Tom is like he's a super classy guy too. Like yeah, and it's the it's almost the same fight because um uh like Oliver and and uh, Sean were so respectful. These guys would be super respectful. Like it yeah, man, it's, it's the kind of show that those, that's the kind of fight Keith would like too. How, I think. How about Mason? Mason, what weight class? Mason, thirty five. That's that's the same way too. But Mason's okay. like leaving for his service. Boo. Yeah. Well, that's not boo. Like he's gonna go serve our country, man. That's pretty awesome. I know, but, uh, but I want him. To, I want him to train and keep. Right yeah. Up. Remember, I was, like Mason and uh, Mason's probably not really. Maybe he is ready for this fight. Like, but um, I'm not sure stand-up's ready for Aaron yet. You know, he needs a couple. I got fights. you. I got you. Yeah. His wrestling's good for anybody though. Like, so. And he like ranked number one. Him. He's ranked number one in Greco-Roman, right? Once he get that yeah. inside. Did you see he he got DQ'd his last fight? No. He did that uh sub only grappling match at um at Gladius and they got triangle and he slammed the guy and he got DQ'd. Oh I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. His, I mean, Video was out there? I wasn't out there, but I saw I saw the results. I'm even more happy that we sponsor him now because of that. <laughs> that makes me so happy. I'm so proud of Mason. And then we got uh, Mike Stevens having a what? What is it? Uh, um, a fundraiser. Fundraiser at Sammy's Pizzeria in Niagara Falls. Um, we shared a poster on the in the on a fan page. Yeah. And my and my um, I posted it on my page too. So I had a post uh, on my page as well. We should um, we should try and get their whole crew on and uh, do like a little, or maybe go there and go live or something. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. I definitely want to go. I definitely, you know, I'm gonna be there for Mike, but I just want to try that pizza. Out. I'm gonna go there and eat healthy with uh, eat healthy with Mike. I'm gonna be eating. A, <laughs> I'm gonna be eating you a pizza. You guys eat healthy. <laughs> oh man, what time is it? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see what time it is. Uh, what time the the fundraiser is? Right I believe now. it's six o'clock. If I'm not mistaken. Six? That's I believe perfect. so. Because then I can come right after class. And I can... I believe... So, let me see right here. Yep, six. Six to ten. All right. So, we, I can go right after class then. I can meet him up there. All right. Let's get out of here. No one wants to listen to us talk about our plans. Oh, man. Jared's going to split a pie with you, Ray. Oh, let's do it, baby. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. I heard Sammy Pizzeria sells Chicago deep dish too. I would like to try that. Do they? How are their wings? I don't, I don't know, but uh, I was looking at the menu on their website, so I know they do a Chicago deep dish. I would like to try that out. Yeah, I like wings. I, I don't want to eat no pizza. I get off. <laughs> if I leave, have one leave, slice, the to me, leave the eating to me and Jared. <laughs> if I if I eat one piece, dude, I eat the whole pie. Like I can't stop myself once I start. I have no discipline, so I need uh. to. I need to not start. That's the whole goal. Although it's going to be the weekend after I do the tournament, so I, uh, I'll be ready to eat again. Let's do it. Buffalo baby. Classic Let's do it. is the week before. Uh, Buffalo Riverworks. Josh Ketchery. Uh We had him on the podcast. We had an awesome podcast with him. So that's yep. also coming up at Riverworks. So make sure you guys sign up for that. They're going to have no eat this time too. So um, bust out your spats and let's make it happen. <laughs> All right, with that, we're out of here. 
Have a good night, Peace. guys. Thanks for watching. If you're still here, like and subscribe. Peace.